So, John, tell just me. Just the two of us. <laughs> we can make it if we try, John. We can. <laughs> I hope so. You know, Lex had a lot of opinions about Taylor Swift, and well, then he the decided thing. he could not address those, so he had to flee to another country with no right. extradition. Sometimes you have to do that. I understand. You know, people have very divisive opinions on Taylor Swift. We've, we've all been there. Granted, yeah. since that point that we started discussing that, that issue has sort of been resolved. Yeah, it was all pretty much within a, like a 24-hour window, right? It was a Sunday, too, when, so we weren't yeah. working. Yeah, I wasn't. Yeah, I wasn't really paying that much attention to it. And I came back. I came back to Twitter about five o'clock or something, and I was like, "Oh, oh, look at all this stuff." Well, okay. So here's the thing that I find interesting about this: that's not really about music at all, Um, which is to say that Eddie Q, a you know senior vice president level executive at Apple, announced a policy change, which is in and of itself kind of significant because a lot of times those are issued via like a press release or right. pr or something like that but yeah he, i mean it's to date that's mostly been apple's modus operandi right I right mean, you wouldn't you wouldn't find out about anything that they were doing if it didn't come from apple's official press and that it was on twitter rather than on apple site or given as a comment to a reporter somewhere else he did eventually contact reporters um, I think Recode or, talked to him, yeah. Billboard, a couple other places. Uh, right. But it was initially distributed via Twitter. Um, as someone pointed out to me, complete with a typo, which is great. Just love it. But <laughs> so, and that's what's interesting to me is like, you know, we talk a lot about, you know, a lot of people bring out the old canard about this would never happen if Steve Jobs were still around. But this, I think, would never happen if Steve well, Jobs guess, were still around. Well, I guess the around. question is, would it not have happened when Steve Jobs was around or would it not have happened when Katie Cotton was around? Well, that's fair. Um, and, and I think that, you know, we've and, seen... And, a, and those two things kind of go hand in hand, right? Well, I mean, they were a I team. think her style, right, her style fit his style and... You know, he he wanted to make sure that nobody was talking other than him, and she would have preferred nobody to be talking whatever <laughs> at all, probably. But you know, he was going to talk regardless, right? So, right, sure. So, I mean, it's basically everybody from Steve Jobs down was handled, right? Like yes. even Steve Jobs was to a certain extent, but he also, you know, he was he was above the crowd. He could he as that as that CEO f- co-founder, yeah. he could say whatever the heck he wanted without any you know real i mean uh you know there were no he didn't feel like he ever was muzzled or anything um whereas everybody down from that was just sort of silent and less called upon (laughs) uh but now we have you know it seems like a lot of the a lot of the uh you know executive team have fairly active twitter accounts they're not always the most you know uh uh interesting slash outspoken i guess um but they they tweet a lot it's a lot of basketball uh, college sports um possibly some entertainment stuff but uh usually not a lot about the company right uh or anything even related to the overall industry generally Mm -hmm. um so the the idea this was announced on twitter i think is a is a sea change you know, sort of for the Tim Cook Apple. And we've seen that that has been a gradual process over the last few years as Apple has kind of loosened up. We've seen a lot more interviews with high-level executives than we used to. Um, we've seen a lot more appearances of high-level executives on podcasts. <laughs> on podcasts. Yeah. 
Um, no, but in general, I think that the the visibility of people on the executive team has increased, and in part that's because Tim doesn't do everything in the way that Steve did, right? Tim yeah. is he has a team that he delegates to. Those team, each people person on that team has a specialty. So it's not going to be Tim talking about product design. It's not going to be Tim talking about software engineering, right? It's not going to be Tim talking about music deals. He does sort of dip his hand in each of those, but a lot of times it's done more as a as a team effort. You know, let's you know interview Johnny because you want to talk to Johnny. You know, inter- Jeff Williams was at the Recode conference talking about you know operations and stuff like which is is the one thing that is sort of Tim's specialty. But even he, you know, he wasn't going to go and talk about that because he is sort of, in some ways, though, he is above that now. Um, I'm sure that's, you know, still the thing that he is best at. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's it's a big change for the Tim Cook Apple because it isn't the monolithic, like, the Steve Jobs show, right? It's right. it's the Tim Cook yeah. and Friends Variety Hour. Yeah, and it's interesting that, you know, I mean, obviously was not Eddie just Eddie Cook, Q just deciding on his own. Right, right. This is where it's gonna, well, you know gonna what, guys? Be and go ahead. And, yeah, right. Hey, I guess the you know it's a Sunday. I'll just I'll just uh, call an audible here. Um, <laughs> so they probably spent a whole bunch of time on Sunday talking about this, and and then decided to. Well, sure. And what we've learned the from the like the Phil Schiller you know talk show thing is that you know this this is something that they if it, it often felt in the Steve Jobs day, especially you know you and I both being people who write a lot about Apple, it often felt as though you were writing into a vacuum or into a like you know the community but like it was a very dis- it was a not apple community right like it was it was everybody except the people inside apple it's like oh we're this little community of hangers on and talking about this stuff apple was just like floating above the whole thing it didn't really care but you know i think that wasn't the case it just they weren't they were very diligent about not responding or engaging right right, right. whereas now we get a much clearer view it's like oh yeah they read everything they know mm-hmm. everything that's going on out there and now they will actually sort of engage in a way that they they wouldn't before right um because the closest thing i can think of with this eddie q thing is like the steve jobs thoughts like the steve jobs essays that used to show up randomly like thoughts mm-hmm. on music mm-hmm. um or or you know uh flash and and that kind of stuff the environment yeah he just used to use apple as his own blog every once in a while and be like you know what i'm just gonna <laughs> just gonna write this piece i like this cat picture uh, i thought i'd share that on <laughs> apple.com <laughs> yeah just put it on the front page there no hey, you guys see this, see this trailer for the next Star Wars movie? It's pretty good. <laughs> I kind of miss those days. Actually, it was it was yeah. it was a weird throwback to like the sort of like autocratic dictator who was just like, I'm you know what? I just run this place. You know what? I want to change the entire Apple website into like ASCII art. I can do that. It's my company. Um, Who's gonna stop me? Yeah, you're gonna stop me, Eddie. Didn't think, I don't so. think so. Didn't think so. Um, Salmon but, yeah. shirt. Yeah. Go dance, monkey. Uh, so, okay. So, but, yeah. I mean, so, well, I mean, we haven't actually explained what happened, but, but I mean, everybody it was knows. The, the whole, yeah, I mean, everybody, pretty much everybody knows, but it was the issue of the, so this is a question I, I have. The, the, the first three months for Apple Music will be free. Yep. Uh, for, and, for, for us, the user. Yes, for the user, right. And during that period, they are... I mean, so the, the idea is that they are not paying the artists. Right. But the artists don't get paid directly by Apple. Right. Anyway, studios get paid by Apple. Well, I mean, I don't know what the case is for, like, say, indies. I don't know yeah, how Yeah, I don't works. know. Yeah, I don't I would assume that 
if you put your yeah, I mean if you put, if you do it directly, but yeah, you if can't if do you're... that. You can't do that in Apple Music. Well, you that's what I was be, unclear about. You have to be working with a studio of some kind. Well, is because my understanding. like Jonathan Mann posted something about this. Jonathan, right. the internet right. songwriter, lovely fellow, met him at uh, WWC a couple weeks ago, um, and so I, you know, assuming he were able to sign up and put himself like I'm my own label, you know, I'm my own representation. One would would think that he would just take yeah okay so that so that hasn't that theory has not been tested yet is that the case well I I I know he tweeted something at one point about trying to sign up and and asked him for his label information he's like I guess it's me yeah (laughs) Yeah. Um, but I don't know how that eventually shook out and I'm not sure that we will know until exactly we're not going to know until it launches well but you're right so this is a weird situation and and there's a lot of arguments over it I can't help but think and this is why I, I wanted lex to to explain his point of view <laughs> there's some splaining to do for you good, good luck with that uh because i my feeling was yeah the artist should get paid and yes i know this is more complicated than that that the label takes a lot of money and that gets doled out and that you know eventually what the artist sees may not be very much that said as someone who makes a living off producing content uh if someone came to me and were like hey we want to use your new you know we want to use your your writing for this new Apple writing service, normally you get 30%, but for the first three months, we're just going to use it and not pay you. I mean, in, in the hopes that, you know, we can establish a good system that will get you paid more than you would get otherwise, right? Like, well, that's, I mean, that's the they, full story here. I mean, really, that's... So there's a lot of questions about the uh, Apple News service as well. Sure, yeah. yeah. Same same kind of thing. I mean, there's no... There already is different. no mechanism for payment. So they're going to take your rss feed and just dump it in there and my question is if you have ads in your rss feed are they going to pass the ads through i think they are i think they i would s- i would well, certainly hope they do that they said they're I mean, not going to they... inject their own yeah right but if i have an ad in in my rss feed i certainly don't want them stripping it out well i agree and i mean i think it's it's interesting it will depend on certain things right like i mean well let me rephrase this there's different types of ads right like your blog for example does a lot of sponsor you'd have like a post where you talk about your sponsor yes that's not going to get stripped out because i don't think they're gonna they'd have to go specifically they'd have look to for do, that. They, yeah right they'd have to deliberately do that and that that seems insane right like they showed uh daring fireball right like daring fireball has ads like same sort of thing and it's sponsor feeds that said during fireball also i don't remember if it still does or not but it used to have like a little ad in the sidebar but that yeah. doesn't show up in the rss no, that's feeds not so show up, that right. won't show up so i think right. it may there's some structural questions about that and, and i guess the point is if you're already disseminating an rss feed that has yeah. no ads in it then you're not going to have any ads but right you know that's that's your choice by offering an rss feed too right yes. they're not they're not exactly. going around presumably content scraping sites yeah and if you've been around around the internet enough you know that there are a number of there are probably a number of sites that are janking your rss feed anyway yep and republishing it as as their sort of yep dumb content so you know when sticking their own ads next to it right exactly so i i I agree there's a lot of questions about apple news too um it's not in the current beta for ios 9 so it's not it's unclear exactly how it works but we will find out in the next few months. Um, but, you know, to the Apple Music point, I think that I can see why people such as Taylor Swift and the indie labels were upset by that because it it seems kind of shitty. I mean, honestly. Yeah. And 
I understand yeah, I mean, the you're, point. You're, you're technically asking them to work for free. Right. Well, and, and it's a business, right? And I think as right. I wrote briefly about this in the six colors, like sort of link that I put up is like Apple, you know, Apple would love not to pay any money for this on three months where they're not getting any revenue, right? That's a sure. business decision. It's we are not going to outlay money for something which we are not taking in any money for because that's just bad business. That said, as soon as the PR, you know, sort of ramifications became a potentially bigger business problem because it was going to be like, well, all these labels are going to make a stink and that's going to negatively impact, you know, people signing up adoption of the service. That's so on. Like they took a bigger picture view of saying, well, it's probably, I mean, again, it all comes down to money and business. They said, we're going to take a smaller hit shame? from paying Isn't people now. Isn't it a now. shame that it all comes down to money and business? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's so dirty and grubby. <laughs> Why can't we all just enjoy music? <laughs> Um, but that's, I mean, that's, that's the equation they did at the end of the day said, you know what, it's going to cost us less to pay out some amount per stream for those three months, just out of our own pocket, because we're investing in a service that will hopefully be successful and bring in a lot more subscribers. Mm -hmm. That's it. That's what it comes down to. Yeah. Uh, and you know, they made that determination and they have, they fortunately are in a position to be able to do that. Because they have a ton of money. Sitting on a giant pile of cash. Yeah, they, they went into their Scrooge McDuck, McDuck vault and just were like, all right, take a scoop, take a bucket, just like fill that up. <laughs> we just throw it at the artists and let them fight over it. No. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I still, I'm still very mixed on Apple Music as a concept. I mean, yeah. I, 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 we've I don't talked know. about this obviously yeah. before, but. Um, Right. I mean, then somebody was talking about how there was a study about how, you know, and I forget the statistics, but how a lot of people only spend like, like 12 bucks a year on music. Mm -hmm. And so a, a service that's $120 a year doesn't yeah. make a lot of sense. And I'm kind of that person. I probably spend more, I definitely spend more than that, but sure. I probably don't spend $120. Right, so, but it's a value proposition of would you also listen to more music if you could because you're paying a flat fee, right? Like it's like going to a buffet. It's like will you eat more food than you would eat just <laughs> ordering a dinner because it's all there? Will and you've you already stuff paid your for fat it. face full of? And the answer is yes because we're poor writers. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm gonna try it. Yeah, I mean and... that's the the glory of the three month subscription period is yeah. that that's that's a long time, right? That's enough time to get people on the hook. One month is like it's pretty good. Like I was using Marvel Unlimited for a month. Actually, I might still be paying for that. I should check. Uh, <laughs> and that's you know that's see like that I good... use that I use like sure. crazy. Well, the value it... proposition there is really clear because a comic costs like three or four bucks if you read like three or four right. comics a month. Yeah, then you've I... made your money back. And I definitely do that. So, but. The the music thing three months is a long is a long enough that you just sort of get used to having something and using well, it. That's that's how they get you. That's how they get you. First first three months are free. Mm -hmm. um, so I I will use it. I don't know if I will hold on to it. I was complaining this morning that I think the existing iTunes um, catalog and that's another question is what is this the full catalog or not because that's been extremely unclear up to now, uh, and I guess we will find out in a week or so. Um, but well, it sounds like you know some, it's up to the, the publishers, and the sure, artists, right? absolutely. Because they uh, and obviously in this instance, it wasn't going to be. And least, I also suspect that part of the reason for the three month trial period might be they add more stuff in as it goes. 
as they are yeah. like signing deals, they may right. bring more. Oh, this week, you know, we're now we're adding this to the catalog. This we're adding, now we're adding this to the catalog. Like, because I think that will be, you know, in the same way that the iTunes store, you go in there, they're like, this is what's new this week. Um, yeah. But and that's that's another reason to have three months free, right? Because if nothing good is on like this, the the catalog until month two, you don't want people being like, ah, oh, I used it for a month. There was nothing I wanted to listen to. All these streaming music services and nothing good on. That would be a damn shame. Millions of streaming channels and there's nothing to listen there's to. There's nothing to watch. Yeah. Um, well, and it's supposed to start soon. Next week. Within the June week. June 30th. Yeah, yeah, a week from tomorrow we'll be streaming we, live. as we record yeah we'll be, <laughs> we'll be streaming be, the debut of apple like, music live this yeah. is like beats one but it's just it's just us maybe we should do next week's uh, recording session after it so. guy what's up what songs are you listening to now <laughs> under the best, watch the best episode ever <laughs> oh i took a we gotta, took a we gotta we gotta yeah we gotta talk about the watch i took a phone call on my watch the other day oh did you it was from a robot <laughs> well sorry john syracuse okay. doesn't listen to this show but was it a robot? No, it was a, it was a pre-recorded uh, message from that. Like I had an appointment. It was like an appointment reminder oh, thing. Right, right, and so right. I knew I recognized the number and was like, oh, yeah, pretty sure that's not an actual person. So I won't have to talk to them. So I was like, all right, just hit the button and listen to it. It was, it was fine. I did yeah. listen to a voicemail, too, on my watch because later on I got a call and they left me a voicemail. Uh, and I was like, oh, I can listen to this voicemail on my watch. That's kind of handy. Is that in the, in the watch app? I honestly uh, I used it. it popped not, up, you, I mean, like, I don't have any desire... No, I mean, it. I got a notification yeah, that yeah, said yeah. I had so a new voicemail a, right. and knew that I could yeah. listen right. uh, listen to it there. So I think I may have even turned off. No, I didn't. No, it still it still goes it still goes to the. I mean, I like it as a you know a way to look like I don't have to take the phone out of my pocket to see that I'm you know who I'm getting the call from. Right. Although I really want that iOS nine feature where it tells you it's going to guess. Who's, yeah who's calling you oh I'm yeah totally that. someone told me that's a thing apparently some of the carriers currently do mm-hmm. um they actually have like a similar like caller id service um i don't know if at&t doesn't offer it or it doesn't work with the iphone or i just haven't found it or what but apparently that might be a thing but i like the idea that it goes through your email and it's like oh because i get tons of calls from people who email me like oh i want to you know ask you this question or you know it's even better for like people who do like pr cold calls it's like oh well yeah. there's a there's an email in my inbox or deleted you know trash or something like that from some pr firm that keeps emailing me and probably has a number attached to it and that way if they ever cold call me i'll know who it is um but or i get email like i don't want to add a contact for my like physical therapy place but i have emails from them that have their number in it so it can like sort of look that up and figure out so i think that's a cool feature yeah i like the yeah, idea I, I, I get a lot of like political stuff the Just, pres- president yeah, calls somehow they've gotten a hold of my cell phone so i get you know and <laughs> Mr. a lot of this comes Mr. from Moltz, it's, this is a matter of national security we need to talk to you right it, now you know it's well it's people phone banking and so, you know, a lot of times, you know, like it'll be like a local election or something like that. So you'll just get a call from somebody's cell phone or you'll get a call from somebody's home phone. And it's like, eh, yeah, I don't know who that is. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not answering that. I'm uh, not getting into a long conversation with you. That's usually a smart choice. <laughs> I don't know who you are. <laughs> who are you? <laughs> so hopefully. Yeah. I will know in the future who they might be. Um, yeah. So that's that's a handy thing, I think um i other than that i don't know where yeah, it was a, it was uh that was the big uh that was the big brouhaha of the of the weekend oh yes and um well that uh, the whole taylor swift oh, the thing taylor was swift thing. yeah yeah 
Um, this, there's a side issue about, you know, people have used this as an opportunity to sort of attack her for not letting photographers, uh, use pictures of her, uh, freely. Right. And I'm catching up on this, but I guess that if you take a picture of her uh, as a professional photographer at her concert, they, she controls that image. Mm Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. I, I, and I don't Which, know. I don't to know. To me, it doesn't rights. seem the same. Yeah. And I, I mean, I don't know about rights because there's also, isn't there stuff where like you own your likeness? Yeah. Right. And, exactly. Exactly. And it's her performance. Right. And so I'm, I don't, I, I don't know enough about legal rights and that to say what the deal is, but it also just seemed like, okay, that's an ancillary point that does not bear yeah, into I mean, her argument seems... about about music music being paid for her music, right? Like, yeah. yes, it would be great if everybody was perfectly consistent and practiced exactly what they preached, but I feel like there, you know, there's either nuance there that I don't understand or it's not a contract that she was like, you know, she, she has, I'm sure, plenty of managers, lawyers, uh, all of that stuff who handle a lot of that that she does not, right? Right. So... You know, it's possible that she will say, oh, you know what? That's a fair point. I'm going to have them change that or something. I don't know. I mean, like, but if she could, maybe she wasn't aware of it. Yeah. I doubt she'll do that. <laughs> I, I mean, I doubt too, but, you know, you never know. You never know. There are definitely I, cases where things happen that you, you as, a, as an artist, you have yeah. so many people who are your sort of coterie of advisors and etc mm-hmm. that you don't necessarily you're not necessarily aware of every decision or there may be other considerations that are not being taken into account there so i i can't speak to that yeah but yeah um the other thing i was going to mention was that there was a rumor this might have been late last week um about the apple watch 2 oh yeah, you saw yeah that, right having right. a camera <laughs> to which i can only say oh Please God, no. Uh, yeah, I don't. Right, that is that is definitely one thing I do not want. Well, and much I, less than I want. I mean, I like I, I commented at that point that like I hadn't taken any phone calls on my watch yet, so I can't even imagine wanting to do a FaceTime call. And someone was like, "Well, I take a, I take calls on my watch all the time." I'm like, "Good for you. That's that's great." <laughs> um, but I was like, I mean, I don't know if you've done, if you ever had done a FaceTime call with your with your phone. Yeah, yeah, it gets tiring sure. to hold your damn phone. It up. does. Yeah, and, try well, doing that with your even, wrist. <laughs> it's even worse with the iPad, of course. But yeah. it's right. It's not something that I want to do for very long. I don't. A, I don't. I don't use the watch for phone calls anyway, and I, so I don't. I, B, I, I don't want to hold my wrist up that long. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's I'm, uh, and I don't think it's a good angle. I think it would be why why put a watch why put a a camera which is going to take up space. When there are so many other more useful right, things, I think a you lot could of be using things. that space for like more battery or uh, make it smaller or you know a more powerful chip, whatever. I think there yeah. are there are tons of other stuff that would be better suited than a camera. Plus, Improve, improving the exercise tracking too. Yeah. Plus, the as some people point out, and this was in my mind, although I didn't put it in the piece where I wrote about this, the um, a lot of people used to have problems with bringing their iPhones places, like if they worked at a place that did not allow cameras. Oh, yeah. So right. if now your watch has a camera on it too, mm-hmm. like that sucks for those people because now you can't take your watch. You can't take you. your watch. So yeah. I think it's I think it's it, the the story about it, which I think was on Nine to Five Mac, suggested that that might be one of many prototypes. So I'm kind of yeah. hoping that they decided not to add a camera. But that said, knowing Apple. 
they like sticking cameras and everything so <laughs> so who knows it also it also re- horribly reminds me of that samsung watch ad where the guy yes the, the skier with the snowboarders and the guy um is following the woman down the, the slopes who he just met and and taking video of her pictures of her with the with the with the watch it's like <laughs> it's great for creepers yes great that that's a great that's a great app yeah that's right a there. terrible terrible selling point <laughs> speaking um, of speaking of those have you seen the the new watch faces for for android wear no, I. I know not. you keep on top of the. I do. The, I'm the Android Wear scene. I, I am. I am an Android Wear. I don't. I can't even. I can't even come up with a funny <laughs> word for that because that would require knowing yeah. more about Android Wear than I know. Um. So what's the? There's um, I believe there's, Angry Birds is one of them. <laughs> uh, and um, there's I'm, something else. There's another one that was. Okay, hold on. I found the list. And an actual oh, oh, Hello, Kitty. Hello Kitty. Yeah. Hello Kitty. See, I mean the Hello Kitty one. I think people might like. Um, I think Angry Birds. I'm hoping we're all kind of getting over Angry Birds. Um, well, there's a, oh, I, I want the Terminator Genesis Android Wear watch face. That looks, there... <laughs> these all look. I don't understand. I. You know what I like about there's a Gundam one. That's pretty cool. Gundam. Yeah. Um, I don't know. These don't look particularly. No, none of them look that great. Even the Hello Kitty one. I mean, it's not Hello Kitty. You know, she's not the like hands on the. You know, like pictures. the Mickey one. The Mickey one is a classic, right? The Mickey yeah, one sure. is a take on a my, classic watch. I think my, one of my parents had a Mickey Mouse watch at some point. I had one. Yeah, I actually yeah. You know what I think. I think I still have it. Actually, the, the one my mom had for years was actually a Snoopy watch. So I would love a oh, Snoopy okay. face. Well, there's a, there is actually a Snoopy face, but again, it's Snoopy just li- like in a boat or something. That doesn't make any sense. Is that even Snoopy? It looks like Snoopy, but well, I don't even know says, which face you're looking at. It says Moomin. Oh, that. No, that's not Snoopy. Must not be Snoopy. It kind of looks it's like a, him, a, a but hippo. I guess it's John. Not. That's a hippo. That's a hippo. Yeah. Okay, a, 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 a hippo, hippo looks like a hippo Snoopy, in a but, boat. You know. It's a hippo in a boat. <laughs> These all look terrible to me. It's <laughs> the short answer. Well, yeah, I mean, like, the, but the Hello Kitty, that she should be in that Mickey pose, right? She should her hands should yeah, be sticking exactly. out, uh, pointing at well, the. Maybe her hands the, aren't long enough. Minute in the hour, her hands are pretty short, but you know, you work with it. Yeah, go the go the extra mile. I don't know. The, Instead, it's just a digital. You know, the time is just digitally above her head. It's just dumb. Yeah, I don't. None of these are doing it for me. I, I was no. thinking about switching to Android Wear, but I've decided. Yeah, not you to. changed After your mind. At After looking at these watch faces, thanks. You really saved me on that one. <laughs> it's the least they could do is <laughs> literally the least that you could do. The, um, you're not. You're not. Um, you're not blown away by the LG. Um, what is it? LG Watch Urbane. Ooh. I like. I do like the word urbane, <laughs> uh, but I don't know if that's enough to make me buy a watch. It looks very big and metallic. It is. That's what. It, that's. It's huge. They really. Um, they're still. They're still eating up that whole uh, round screen thing. Round there, screen. Huh? I know. Yeah. Well, and lots of people seem to think that that's that's really important. That watches are just supposed to have round screens because apparently there were never watches with square screens, even yeah. though there there were yeah. square faces. So, um, yeah, wow. won't be switching anytime in the near future. Just keep keep working on it. Keep just, yeah, that's keep my going, idea. Android Wear. You're almost <laughs> there. <laughs> You're almost somewhere. Um, hmm. Anything else going on this week? It's been it's been kind of quiet. That whole like post. Uh, yeah, there's post a yeah, still, There's like a still a bit of a hangover 
<laughs> literal in some cases, figurative in other places. Do we think we're going to get like a like an Apple TV event, or are we just is that probably? Do we think maybe that'll be saved for fall with uh, well, uh, the with last the couple of years they've done two fall events for yeah for several several of those years, not every year, but right. they, but several years they have done two events. One which seems very. I mean, the iPhone seems to get its own event a lot. I wonder if it's in years where they're doing so. Like you know, we talked a lot about like the TikTok update schedule, and I wonder if the you know years where it's got a brand new like the iPhone six or the iPhone five tend to be a much uh, you know the need for two events because they're going to spend a lot of time talking about um, these sort of flagship features of this new brand new device um versus years where it's like a 5s or 4s and it's like modest upgrades you can sort of squeeze other stuff in along with that so mm-hmm. i should you know really do some research and go back and look and see if i can establish a pattern but i haven't done that and i'm lazy and it doesn't it doesn't necessarily well the probably the reason you haven't done it is because they're they're, they're perfectly happy to break their own patterns well there's also not enough data i mean there's this there's yeah. only a couple of years you know there's like what four years of actually the own iphone event as opposed to because they used to do it wwc back with like the 3g 3gs and so mm-hmm. on um so i don't know but i feel like i'm inclined to say that this year if they're going to do a 6s slash 6s plus um <laughs> that it might you know they might bundle an apple tv into the same event especially i think the big question is whether or not they actually get this apple tv apple, service yeah. Because right. that seems like a thing that needs – they need to do a way better job explaining that than they do the Apple Music service because I think that's even more complex. Right. Um, and so – And hopefully they'll do a better job than what they did at WWE. Right. That's what I'm saying. I think they need, yeah. I think they need to do – I think they need to you know, seriously revamp their game because they can't have <laughs> – they can't have some – Well, it ra- won't involve Eddie, right? Yeah. So Well, it probably will. Well, you know, I, it does media, he, right? Yeah, I guess so. Um. So usually if, just think of them as music, but I don't know if they have someone else in the team. They don't have like the, uh, like, you know, we only have like Jimmy, Ivan, uh, yeah, he won't be. Yeah, definitely won't be him. Um, maybe Drake will come back. I don't know. Maybe he <laughs> likes TV. I don't know. Um, <laughs> but I don't know enough about who is sort of runs their TV department under, right. presumably under Eddie to know whether or not they'll have someone. But I feel like that would be a great opportunity to bring out someone who is really passionate about TV in the same way that, because Apple talks a lot One about of us. relationship One of with us, music. really, right? Yeah, really, you or I, mean, I should be, should be the, the face of Apple TV. <laughs> oh <laughs> uh, god sorry i just had an image of you like staring at the camera it was great you know, like like freezing well i have this i have this, this skype image as, i have of I you would. does look a little bit like deer in the headlights so like uh, yeah, this is no, the new face he, of apple tv that's <laughs> <laughs> but they uh they do need who some... would be worse than eddie <laughs> yeah let's get um lost. well like yeah, I don't. I can't see Tim. Eh, maybe he would talk about that a little bit. But I feel like again, with the whole trend of letting, like, distributing the Apple presentation workload and PR workload among lower and lower level staffers, much as we saw them bring out people who were working on Apple Pay and mm-hmm. um, uh, Apple News, or is that what it's called? Is it called yeah. Apple News? All right, right? everything yeah. just has Apple in front of it. Now. Yeah, right. It's just with an, an Apple in front of generic noun yeah so since we saw them bring out people who were more directly involved with those projects it would be nice to see somebody who's directly involved with the apple tv service come out and talk about 
okay, right. this is this is what we're doing, and give sort of a clear, concise like explanation of why this is a compelling service um, more than say com- like competing services, right? <laughs> you know, that's 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 the big thing. Like, and now we'll watch an episode of television. Like, <laughs> sorry, I was just trying to think if you did an analogy to having the musical performers come out. Like, right, the exactly. entire cast of Seinfeld will come out and perform, <laughs> perform an episode live. for you. <laughs> That would not probably not work that well. No. So, but I, you know, Apple has long made a big deal out of its like close connections with music, and it doesn't feel that way about movies and TV. <laughs> TV is yeah, TV is does not, not feel that way about either. I mean, Steve Jobs <laughs> notoriously hated television, right? right? Like he didn't he say something about like uh, TVs? You way turn, to turn your, your brain, brain off. off. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. So I, I don't. You need someone to sell it. And that's the weird thing always with the TV stuff on the iTunes store was always that it after the initial launch back in 2005, um, they rarely talked about it. Like, they rarely gave figures for how many shows were purchased or downloaded. They rarely talked up, like, shows that were being added. Um, same with movies. Like, occasionally they talked about it, but they really, it never got the attention that music got. And part of that, I wondered always if it was just less successful, right? I mean, music was a big deal when it came out and the iTunes store did phenomenally with that. And so, of course, they're going to brag about it. I don't know that, that movies and TV ever did quite as well. Yeah. Uh, well, and, they, and they've always been in le- less of a position of control with yes. TVs and movies than with music. Right. Because all those content providers saw what happened with music and decided they didn't want to fall prey to the same problems. Right. Um, but I, I, yeah, I, I'm curious to see how that changes if they're going to announce a subscription service because they do need someone to make a really great argument. And, and they've brought out, I guess, when they did HBO. Uh, uh, now they, they brought, brought out the me, HBO yeah. CEO, right? Right. Um, so you could always, that's kind of hard. You don't want like a rotating door of like television executives because those guys, yeah, are and boring. some of these guys are not, you know, <laughs> the best presenters yeah, either. Like, we're just, you don't want the uh, stand segments, segment. <laughs> a segment of television up there droning on for less Moonves 20 minutes. <laughs> Man, it's crazy. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know how you do that. Um, but I do think that it's, you know, because I've been thinking a lot about that. And, you know, so if your Apple Music is $10 a month, do we think, and you, com- competing services, well, the dish thing runs, what, like 20 or 25 bucks a month, I think? Is it less than I, that? I don't, I don't know. That sounds roughly correct. I would have thought, I I thought it was more, but I, didn't, I haven't looked into it. Yeah. Um, I was trying to find out which it was. Yeah. But it's uh, it's it's somewhere in that it's somewhere in that range, right? More than Apple Music. Probably depends on where you are. Or does it depend? No, because it's a satellite. They don't care where you are. Right. Um. So I'm I'm not sure, but I think that it's more. Um. And so. Oh, that's okay. Packages start at 19.99. Yeah. So you're starting at 20 bucks. Um. Yeah. Which is fine. They have I don't know what a dozen channels on the basics sort or of thing. Um. So I, uh, I don't know. So a competing service, you know, Hulu costs less, um, but Hulu has limitations about how many episodes. Fifty-five plus channels. So that's a 20, lot. I mean, that's it's like they're, they're it's all, kind, none of them are channels you want. It's kind of like basic <laughs> cable, right? Like it's kind of like just getting basic yes. cable from your cable provider, except you're getting it over the internet. Oh, I'm sorry. Twenty twenty dollars for twelve months, and then of course after that, it's oh, it goes up. 
Yeah. Oh, 35. That's the worst. <laughs> that's terrible. 35. You might as well get cable because you're going to have to pay for the internet anyways. That's ridiculous. I don't know. That, I mean, plus that, that jump is just, you know, that's like. I hate when they have the year-long introductory rates. I hate it. Yeah, I got yeah. off that with my Comcast subscription. Like, I eventually got down to the point because I only have internet through them right now. And so I eventually got down to the point where it's like, look, I'm paying you for internet. That is it. I have my own modem, so I'm not paying you for leasing a modem or anything like that. I want you to get me off whatever introductory price schedules you have. Because, yes, I realize some of those are cheaper, but I just don't want to ever have to deal with the, okay, now it's time. Suddenly, that happened to me once. like, so, yeah, now your bill is like $20 more a month. It's like, no, I don't want that. Um, and it was all because I kept trying to sign up for their package deals because it kept being more cost efficient. But in the, it was just, I don't know, it just makes me angry. I don't like the, the year-long introductory yeah. graduated rates because right. it punishes you for being a longer-term subscriber. Exactly. <laughs> it punishes you for your longer subscription <laughs> and because the fact that it's like, you know, we essentially are locking you in for a period. Like, it's contract stuff, right? Like, we're locking you in for this long. Um, and we'll give you a cheaper price to do that. But it's dumb in some ways because it's like that's the point at which your rate goes up is the point at which your contract expires and you're free to go somewhere else. So really they should be enticing you to stay by giving you better deals, which they will do if you threaten to cancel. But it's like I don't want to go through that hassle of having to decide either bluff and say, oh, yeah, I'm totally going to cancel or actually cancel and sign up with someone else. I don't want to go through those charades. And a lot of people don't have an alternative. You know, there's a lot of markets where you're locked in, like where Comcast or something is your only choice. Right. So that's also crappy. Um, um, I mean, I guess you could one could make the argument that Apple's free three free three months is similar, except that I feel like by now everybody knows what they're getting when they get a cable package. Sure. Right. I mean, whereas a music streaming service is is a lot different. Well, I mean, you can look at the list of you can look at the list of stuff that's on here. You know, the list of channels that's on dishes. To me, it's a different package. It's a different equation, though, right? Because there's right. a difference between saying pay this low amount every month and a free trial that everybody knows is eventually not going to be free, right? And like, it's also it's no also one's under the shorter. illusion that Apple Music will be free. Like, oh yeah, I signed up yeah. for free. Now you want to charge me? It's like no, no, yeah. no one's and under 12, that illusion. Twelve months is basically just designed to make you forget about it, right? And stick with it, and then get suddenly have your your price jacked up almost a hundred percent, right? Right. So anyway, um, so we've agreed. So we've agreed. <laughs> <laughs> We've agreed that Apple Music. No, I don't know what to say about that. Um, Apple Music, okay. Apple cable. Music, and, uh, you know. I mean, come on, nobody likes cable companies. It's just also true. <laughs> There's no. <laughs> I think find me are... a person who loves cable companies. I mean, I you know we have we have City for now. We have City Cable here, although they're they're apparently going to sell it to somebody. So po- probably soon, I will no longer have City provided cable, which I think is regrettable. Yeah, that's not even an option here. We do have yeah. two. Where I live, which is hilarious, where I live in Somerville, um, there's Comcast and there's a company called RCN, both of which are sell cable, which is pretty similar. Um, if you go the next town over to Cambridge, I believe Comcast is your only option for high-speed internet unless you sign up for like DSL, which we yeah. only grudgingly call high-speed internet. Um, so to me, that's, that's terrible. I don't know. Uh, and I know there are various... There are political and crazy business reasons why that is the case, 
but it's it's a monopoly. Like yeah. you can't you have very little like it's an effective monopoly if you want true high speed broadband internet because there is nobody else to subscribe from. Mm-hmm. And that to me is is BS because yeah. you, know, you should there should be at least a competitor in that market. And I think they've gotten away with a long time arguing that DSL is a competitor, but it just it isn't. You know, right. it's it's not really uh, com- comparable. Not, it's not comparable. Yeah. So I I don't understand why that continues to be the situation in some areas, but I would suspect that corruption basically. <laughs> yeah. That, yeah, yeah. Short yeah, answer. Sure. Corruption. Like, yeah. yeah. I think we palms, can all agree. Palms are being greased. <laughs> yeah. Left um, and right. So I don't know. It's it's one of those things where I get annoyed. Uh, but I and I would love to see a big player like Apple come in and sort of flatten the playing field. That said, what they offer has to be competitive too, right? Because if it is like the, the dish thing where it's just like, you know, you're basically getting cable, but you're getting it over the internet and we'll increase your fees after a year again. And if you want more channels, you have to pay to add on more things. Plus you're paying on top of your internet altogether. So rather than paying one bundled price to a single company, you're now paying two companies and then if you want to get additional stuff like hbo or other premium channels on top of that you're paying again like it starts to get to it starts to it starts to turn into a mess and that is what worries me yeah so, we do all right we do we we're very we're very price conscious about certain things on this podcast people think and people think we're just like we don't want to pay money and the answer is that's true because that's that's well, the game I, of is life it true though? i mean we you know we all, we're also <laughs> apple fans and so you know and a lot of people would argue that being an apple fan is paying more than you should actually pay so well, I, it depends what you uh, consider like a, a commodity or something right exactly yeah right and and, and, to, and to me you know broadband internet does not seem like there's a lot there's there's no there's really very little service component to that. There's there's certainly no service component that you actually want to interact with. It's yeah, the service is certainly not good. Yeah, so <laughs> it's not like you're. It's a, really it is kind of just a dumb pipe, and they don't want to think of themselves that way. But right, sorry, I guess. Yes, even though I'm, even though I'm not at all. <laughs> In any way, yeah. um, do, do you have any? Uh, have you bought any third party bands? Uh, like um, the Who? <laughs> mm, the, no, sorry, <gasps> sorry, uh, I'm not sorry. Just strike that. Um, <laughs> yeah, strike that from the record. Uh, I have not bought any third party bands, nor yeah. do I think I'm likely to. No, you don't think you're likely to. I okay. Explain your process. I think that it's because at this point, I've yet to. First of all, I've yet to see any third-party bands that I felt like, oh yeah, that's awesome. Um, and see, I always had. I most recently I had uh, sort of an aviator-style watch with a a, a nylon. Yeah, I had one of those for my Pebble. Yeah, and I would love to get a nylon band to go because I think like a like a navy or like a not a navy army green uh, would go well with the black you know, the space gray aluminum. But the problem is the only one that's available now is like $60, uh-huh. which I think is ridiculous for a nylon band. Yeah. And I mean, because you can buy, and I know there are economies of scale and that kind of thing, but you know, I could buy a replacement nylon band for my aviator for like, like 15. Right. So I'm not going to pay, you know, I would be willing to pay certainly at least twice that for the Apple watch, but I'm not going to pay four times that 
Right. And I think, you know, I can't use my existing nylon band because it's, uh, yeah, it no, blocks the sensor. Well, mine's also Although broken. I saw somebody showing one off at WWDC <laughs> where they like cut a hole out to, in order to like let the heart rate sensor go through and it looked like, oh, it's, oh. it's like the jankiest thing I see, I've ever because seen. because it goes, right. Cause it goes, it goes all across the back. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I yeah. mean, no reason you couldn't make a nylon strap that just fits onto the standard lugs, but this, right. this person had not. Um, and so I, you know, I haven't found anything that the sport band has been fine for me. Although the more I wear it, I feel like it does definitely like, it does like give me indentations on my wrist and stuff just from the wear. Um, but it's fine. I don't have any major problems with it. I'm a no, little I, concerned. I, think it's, I feel like it's, I feel like it's comfortable. And I was a little bit concerned as it started getting warmer that it was going to be uncomfortable. Ah, yeah. Um, that's because it doesn't, it doesn't really breathe, but it's actually been fine. And I, it's the, the only concern I have is to see how it does with wear and tear. My cousin, the other night, uh, I was meeting two of my cousins for a movie and my cousin realized she'd lost her Fitbit. Um, and so she eventually found it like in the movie theater, which was amazing. Um, but the reason is she had lost it was so she has one with the same sort of like plastic rubbery band and she's had it for a year and she, I guess, you know, takes it on and off enough that the sort of the holes on the band had worn to the point where they weren't as snug. Like when you clicked mm -hmm. the band into place, it was not as snug as it had been because just, you know, a year of, of wear and tear. Yeah. Um, and so I'm curious to see how this band wears after a year because I always put it in the same hole on the band right like i'm using the same size every day so i'm really of the you know seven options for holes on this band i'm only using one and i take it on and off every day um you know at night or whatever and so i feel like it's possible that that will wear over time and that hole will become loose to the point where it might not hold the the you know thing as well i'm sure the they thing, test yeah. that right like i'm sure that they have robots right. that like take the thing on and off a hundred times <laughs> Um, but I don't, I don't know if that will wear over time or the band as a whole will wear over time. And that, that's sort of the big question. So I might buy a replacement at some point, but I, I don't, unless there's a third party band that I feel specifically compelling. And of course I have okay. the space gray version. So, you know, finding something that matches. Yeah. It's a little harder. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I'm not, I'm not in a, in a hurry to buy third party bands. Yeah. It's still $60. It's just. Yeah, I don't, it's like I like I the look of it, but I'm not. I mean, that seems that seems. I mean, and then the other thing is like there are a lot of other. It, it just seems like this this one company that's making the the nylon band, their prices are just more than everybody else's. So, that's one of my one of my reasons for not jumping on that. Someday, however, God is my witness, I will have a nylon band. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Scarlet. <laughs> Just insert the insert the sweeping sweeping score. The sweeping score and probably end right there. When Friedman's not around, we we, we get through much more. We're faster. Yeah, no, we, we, faster. there's a, there's a lot more. It's a lot more. You know, information. A lot less bullshittery is what I'll <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure that's it. <laughs>